Hello, and welcome to the Four Bronx Community Podcast. My name is Laura Levine Pinedo, and I am the founder and the director of the Four Bronx Project. My journey has led me to such amazing neighbors with such interesting stories, and I am ready to share them with you. I invite you to join us as we meet members of our community, such as small business owners and so much more. Let's support local, and let's have a cup of tea together and chat about all things community. Good morning and welcome to the next installment of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. Today we are joined by Yvette Valenti. Yvette, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing amazing. I love it. (laughs) So Yvette is a hairstylist and you always knew that you wanted to do hair, right? Oh, from four years old. When my grandmother used to take me to the hair salon every Saturday morning, I walked in on 231st with her and I was just like in a trance that all these women were coming in looking like eh and they came out looking beautiful and they felt beautiful and the smell of the hairspray and the perm and the aquanet I was in Oh that aquanet is That aquanet was something fierce That aquanet (laughs) Tornado couldn't take that out And from that moment I knew Um, So you always wanted to do hair, and then later in life, you went to cosmetology school. You won first place against all the other cosmetology schools in Westchester. And then you went to advance your training at Vidal Sassoon for six months in Canada. Yes. Uh, Then you went to Holland for two years. Yes, I did. For more training throughout Europe. Wow. And then you came back to New York, and you worked with Bumble and Bumble, Avita, Tony, and the guy from Vidal Sassoon. All the top pioneers in the business. Yes. Uh, you you say, I always keep up my game and always bring to my clients the absolute most current work I can possibly deliver. I'm known for when you sit in my seat, you will never leave. You have been blessed with having a core group of clients that have been with you for so many years, and that's what makes your job amazing. Those are your words. Yes, those are my words. So welcome, welcome. So all in all, how many years have you been doing hair? Wow. So I started at Lashika at 17. I went to beauty school at 15. So... My first job was at 13, sweeping in a hair salon. So it's just been in my blood since then. So I've been in Riverdale doing hair now for 32 years. 32 and I years. think that the reason why I stay, you know, very busy and popular is because I'm always on my game. I'm always going to classes. I'm always watching shows. I'm always getting certified for things because I actually really, really love what I do and I'm passionate about it. And so I don't, my, my clients don't need to go somewhere else to find a new look. Like right now, the butterfly haircut is really in. I learned how to do the butterfly. It was just, all I have to do is watch it and I can create it. Right. And it's just... It's and you were doing this before YouTube, before oh, TikTok. Yeah. This before was like... everything. When you actually had to go to a right, class. Right, And, like and you know yeah. what? Everybody gets business over Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. Me, I never got one client from Instagram. Everything has been word of mouth. If my mouth. work is out there and people are walking around, who did your hair? I love your hair. That's how I get business. Right. It's true. It's really, really true. And I true. give people honest consultations. I tell them beforehand, what's it going to cost? What's your upkeep? What What do you feel? What are you feeling? What are you going through in life right now? How much time do you want to spend on your hair? There's so much in the consultation to get that right first. And once you get that right, 
you're going to get the, it right for what you're going to deliver on that client. It's true, though, because, you know, you may want to become blonde, right? And then you don't understand the upkeep that comes with being blonde. Exactly. The product that you have to purchase to exactly. maintain being blonde, to not be brassy. And exactly. people don't, they, you know, they just get their hair done and they leave. That's not. It's not it. If you don't do your part at home to take care of what I did, then you're spending all this money and it goes down the drain. Literally. Literally, <laughs> literally down the shower. <laughs> so, um. I remember, um, you know, I had a dance in eighth grade for graduation, and I was not the most attractive little girl. I was a little awkward with my bangs. Oh, you were my beautiful. Mom, my mom grew out my bangs. Oh, stop. And I remember, you know, my mother was a client at Rumors. So Rumors is here on Riverdale Avenue where Studio Delage is now. Right. And Rumors, at this time, I'm talking about maybe, I don't know, 2000, like yeah. early 2000s, was the place in Riverdale to get your hair done, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. And I remember my mom getting, I forget who her stylist was, but I would sit there on the couch and flip through all the hair magazines and smell the hairspray and all that stuff. And I'm like, and there in comes this woman with this big purse and sunglasses and high heels and like bustling through the door at the first chair. And who was it? It was a vet. You were, and you still are, but I'm just saying from my experience yeah, yeah, as a child, yeah. you were the it girl. Uh-huh. At that point, I wouldn't even have cared if you shaved my head off. I needed to sit in your seat and get my hair done by you. You were the oh, like thank you, literally thank you. exuded like chic and yeah. just so great at your craft and you made it fun you know yeah, yeah. I mean I remember going with my grandma and another story to 238th street like with your grandmother uh-huh. and it was just all older women Right. And they would just get their hair teased, you know, and it was like, and I remember saying to my grandma, everyone looks like they have cotton candy on their head (laughs) with this like Aquanet. So like rumors and seeing you was the first time that I experienced a salon. Wow. Wow. Layers and highlights and all that stuff. So thank you. You were so cool. And I will never be, we will never be as cool as you. Ah, be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you love about Riverdale? In general, I love about Riverdale is that it is really like a small town in a big city, and people get to know you. You you really get a reputation here. You know, it's funny when you walk down Johnson Avenue, you could say, uh, "Do you know where Yvette works? Do you know where Sokol works? You know where anybody works?" They'll tell you. Like everybody knows everybody. They know what they're doing, and I think it's a community. After 9/11, I really saw this community come together. Like it was amazing. Everybody was helping everyone. And I like that about this community. And this community has supported me for 32 years. And it's and it's very transit. Like, there's a lot of, you know, hospital buildings here that doctors are in for a little bit. People are coming here to study, Manhattan College. So it's always new. It's always, you know, turning around. So Riverdale's been great. And I've seen the progress on Riverdale Avenue. Back in the day when I was here, there was nothing around. Johnson Avenue was, like, the only avenue to hang out in. It was. Back then, it was right? only Johnson. Yeah. Riverdale, I, Riverdale Avenue was like, oh, my God. God, that's such a poor soul, that street. Now look at it. It's, it's booming. bustling, yes. So, you know, that's what I love about Riverdale. Yeah, I, I feel that Riverdale took a, a... Riverdale Avenue, we're talking about, like, in Central South Riverdale, when Tin Marin came in. Yes. I think that was, like, the... Yes. Shout out to Henry. A hundred I think that's what made the street come more alive and then uh, yeah. other people started It was the only thing in. hustling and bustling. I'm like, what right. is going on in there? I think, I think Tin Marin... Um, for sure. For sure helped with that. Love that place. Um, so 
we are all dying to know this. Give us some beauty tips. Because you went to cosmetology school, you went to... you. Well, do you want beauty tips on, you know, inside out? Or do you want beauty tips of something, like, to do for your hair? We want everything. Okay, so, like, I think my beauty tips more are for when a woman goes home and she's after a shower. After a shower, um, what do you do? Okay, so I like to do beauty treatments at home. I like to do deep conditioning treatments. I like to give myself my own facials, clean my feet, put cream in socks. Like that's all part of self-care and self-love. And when you're not feeling great about yourself, you don't do those things. You just lay in the bed, you get sloppy. And I think it's really important that women, you know, take care of themselves, even if it's one step a day. For me, myself, when I lost all my hair, I was doing all kinds of deep, hot oils in my head, brushing it, stimulating the scalp, putting more hot towels on it with a plastic bag, because the pores on your scalp are like the pores in your skin. If you don't exfoliate it, if you don't slough that dead skin off, the hair gets trapped. So it's really important right now because people are losing so much hair due to COVID, during, during, due to environment, stress, food. Um, to understand right now thinning hair is a very big deal. COVID hair, when everybody got COVID, including myself, I lost all my hair. I became that person in my chair. And what happened is that I did tons of research. I had a newfound empathy for people who are losing hair. My self-esteem was to the floor, even though everybody was telling me I look good. I had a hat on, I had a wig on. It was hard, it was horrible. It's just, it's earth shattering for a woman to lose her hair. It's so sad and when it leaves gradually and was once thick and it goes thinner and then there's nothing, it's tragic. So what I have done is did all my homework. I have bought everything out there for hair and I know what works and what doesn't work. And um, you really have to be diligent about what you do. You can't do it for a week and then stop and expect results. Right. You have to do it every single day, every single day. You have to stimulate that scalp. You have to put heat on it. You have to put oils on it that promote hair growth, such as castor oil, grapeseed oil, um, flaxseed, all these things promote healthy hair. Right. So if you have alopecia, like you're just losing it in spots, that you go to a dermatologist for, they'll give you injections on your scalp. If you're losing hair all of a sudden due to like maybe stress or COVID or diet, that will come back. You know, if I, I suggest what I did myself is I did go to a dermatologist and she did a hair test on me and she found that this is, I'm losing my hair from COVID for stress. It was stress related. Okay. And I could not believe I lost all my hair. Now my hair, I got my hair back after three years. It looks beautiful. I mean, it's in a ponytail, but I have a ponytail. But you have a ponytail. Right. Right. So I'm very empathetic and sympathetic with that. So like if anybody has questions about hair and wants to get involved with what I do and I can give them a direction, please come my way. And I think that's another thing I really wanted to speak about this topic because I um, suffer from this myself. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you don't really want to speak about, but I'm just hoping that there are other women out there or men that are suffering through this too so maybe we can provide a little bit of relief now we are nowhere near medical professionals um but i think the first step i lost i think half of my hair Mm -hmm. i used to have this beautiful long mane i think for me you know just the years of bleaching took its toll plus stress and covid and stuff like that so i'm on my hair journey it's Mm -hmm. like you know more of the beginning of it but 
I think first the person needs to go and get their blood taken, right? Because mm-hmm. there could yes. be a hormonal imbalance. Yes. There could be something going on inside. So now once you find out that it's just stress or, you know, for me, I've started taking Nutrafol. Yes, that's very popular. And I took that too. Now, Nutrafol is a little pricey. It's very but when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, if this is something that, you know, for women, our hair is our crown. I mean, absolutely. You know, when you take away your hair, it's like, you know, and it's your femininity. It possesses so much power. I mean, if your hair, if your hair doesn't look good, you don't feel good. You don't feel good. So it's powerful over you. Hair is very powerful. I always say you could have a Chanel suit that costs you 20 grand, but if your hair is not right, right, nobody's looking at your suit. And there's a rare type of woman who can rock like a short hairstyle, right? Oh, or, yeah. 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 For me, I need hair. For me. Right. So, um, you know, so I, I started taking Nutrafol. Uh-huh. I noticed... I noticed that I, I feel like a little bit better. The hair fall. You Excellent. Know. Um, and I'm just going to like let my hair just do its natural thing and, yeah, and it's see where time. it takes me. It's time. Because all the hair that fell out has to grow back. So like for me, it took three years. And that's because every little piece had to come out to grow this long. That's just my story. Right. Though. Everybody's story is completely different. And you know, I am pretty tall for, I mean, I'm 5'8". I think that's average, mm-hmm. a little bit on the tall side. And I do serve tables here in Riverdale. I do see women's hair. Yeah. I see their scalp. And I do see since COVID that women have less hair. Yes. And you may not notice it. And I don't want people to freak, you know, freak out. Don't freak out. Now everyone's going to be looking in the mirror like, oh my. But it is a thing. So we just want to help and, and yes. provide. It's definitely, you can follow me on Instagram. I have a lot of information there. It's Yvette underscore style underscore hair. And if you scroll down, I have pictures of me with my wig. And at certain times, I wear my hair slicked back. So if you hear this and you look at the pictures, it'll make sense to the viewers out there or the listeners. <laughs> and I will say, I personally have gone to a vet with this issue. She's so compassionate. She's so understanding. Don't feel embarrassed. No, you know? no way. Really, like you would be in such good hands with a vet. And, and, and one thing I do is I give every client out my phone number. Okay. My old clients have my number, but new clients do because I don't want them to get home and not know what to do with their hair. Right. And there are options. Like for me, if, you know, I like my long hair and I don't have it right now. So I purchased a halo. Great. There are different types of extensions while you're on your hair journey. Right. And it doesn't interfere. It's just clip on. Halo is just a band. It's like a headband. Like That's what I wore. Yeah, and it just makes me feel better. Yes. Like I said, it's like it's embarrassing. Who wants to talk about this? But there are options while you are on your hair journey to have that hair that yes, everybody absolutely. desires. When I had my halo on, I never felt sexier. I still want to wear it. Right. <laughs> I just got to change the color. For my halo on, I was like, wow, that bounciness. That bounciness. That thickness. Nobody knows what's going on underneath. I could deal with it. Instantly. Instantly. So, there are things and there are um, solutions for yes, every problem. So. There is. Yeah, that's something I really want to talk about. So thank you so much for sharing oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, now, where do you go out and support? Like, shout out your favorite local Riverdale businesses. Uh, first and foremost, well, Le Chic, where I work. Okay. Le Chic Salon, 587 shout West. Shout out to Lisa. <laughs> yeah, 587 West, 235th Street. And my other fave, absolutely, Joanne at Female Fight Club. She's just awesome. I recommend women to get involved, do it. I got injured, something else. I can't be there right now, but she was so much motivation for me to get healthy. There's no, It's a no-judgment zone. It's women empowering women women no matter what shape size you look like go there 
Joanne is awesome and you will feel part of something and it's all women yeah no it's it's a really great space um so we did uh, the women's event with Joanne and um, I'm like oh I'm like I don't work out I'm like oh my god I'm like I love you I'll support you but I am not working out uh, it's not for everyone we'll go out we'll eat, <laughs> let's go to the buffet and you'll leave uh, me outside the workout and be like let's go eat now <laughs> um, so um, do you have any other like products that like what's you know what's a good shampoo that that we can find. Um, like CVS wise, like CVS wise. Let's just you know. Let's just I say. just say like go for something that says sulfate free. I would go with something that says hydrating, and I would go with something that's not a new brand, something that's been out. Like there's L'Oreal that's very good in CVS. Um, but the main thing to look for is color treated and sulfate free. That's perfect, and that'll help you out a lot. It doesn't really matter the price point. I mean, there is very expensive shampoos, but those are the two things to absolutely look for. Do you find that more people are going, like, lighter, or...? I do. I find that a lot of people are going lighter. They want all different variations of lightness in, incorporated with their brown or darker hair. Like ombre, yes, they balayage. Ombre, yeah, oh. and it's also, like, I'm doing this really fun thing right now with... It's like a nine foil job, but it kind of looks like a, a full head of foil. Uh-huh. And the way that I place it and I place the foils, like you're in and out. And it's not something that's like, oh, it has to be all blonde on the tips. It's something that's like artistic that I do. I just do it. I feel it. I look at it and it's done. Right. And that's how I, I'm a visionary. Now, I have a fear of getting hair trims. Yeah. Because I remember being a kid and I used to say, can you trim my hair? Did I do it? No, 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 no. <laughs> they would chop off like literally six inches of my hair when I was a kid. Yeah. And you say one inch. I think we all have this experience. Yes. So I don't like getting haircuts to this day. Well, but okay. tell me how important it is. Is it cheap? Okay, so people like you wait like six, eight, nine months to yeah, get a haircut because yeah. you're afraid. It's. I tell everybody, I promise you, I'm a, I'm a woman of my word. If I go like this, I'm taking off that much, you better believe. I'm. Uh, so like I'm showing her like an eighth of an inch I'm taking off exactly that much because I know how upsetting it is for me when I just want to trim and then I feel like it went two inches up and I'm like damn and then you're in this cycle of growing it out and traumatized so I think you should come in every eight weeks don't let it go past eight weeks to just take a little tiny bit off why because when your ends are dry and you leave it for that long they split into two pieces and they go up the hair and that's what causes the frizziness when they have say you have split ends the ends are actually split and then it starts to open up and open and then all of a sudden all this is broken on the bottom and they split all the way up and that's why sometimes you have frizzies up here right. so it's in, it's important if you want long hair to go in, don't go farther than eight weeks, and give you get a little tiny trim. And when you talk to your hairdresser, if it's not me, sh- tell them what you think, an eighth of an inch. Show it on paper. Like, this is exact, I don't care. I pay for a full haircut. I just want an eighth of an inch off. Right. And that does the trick. Okay. And they and they should do it, you know? They should do it. Like, there's no way. Like, they you just have get to scissor have happy. Right. You have to have good communication. Listen, I'll cut your hair next. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. And people shy away from haircuts but it's it shouldn't be but it, it is an important part of the whole process oh tremendous because yes. me i'm like oh you know i just want length so i'll take my split ends and right, and, right. And it, it gives length but it doesn't promote growth no 
Yeah. It's not that the fruit goes, but when it grows, it's all frizzy. It's frizzy, yeah. So why? You know? I swear, you know what really hurt, like hurt my hair? It was the beginning of this. That brush that is like a hair dryer, but it's also a brush. Yes, yes, And yes. I was like pulling my hair. They sell it in the, in the pharmacy. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, everybody's using it. That was the beginning of... It, it fries your hair. That was the beginning of it for me, yeah. I would say. Um, so... And, and also, I, I just want to say, there is an increase in um, people who don't, do not speak English. There's a lot of Spanish-speaking people in yes, our community. Yes, You do speak Spanish. I absolutely do speak Spanish, yes. I have seen it many times myself when I'm sitting in a chair, somebody comes in and there's a language barrier and it's very, you know, it's not comfortable for them and it's, it's I see it. So knowing that there's somebody around that yeah. speaks Spanish that you can go yes. there. Please, like, spread the word that yes, it is important. We speak Spanish there. We have two assistants that speak Spanish. Uh, there's another hairdresser there that's Spanish. So you'll feel really comfortable coming there. And also, they there's people that speak Albanian. Yes, Albanian. Yes. Uh, they speak, who knows, everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there, it is, there's so many people in our community that, that do not speak English, that Spanish is their first language. So I just want them to know that there are people in our community that... And Russian. They speak Russian. Russian. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just so that they could feel more comfortable Absolutely. getting their hair done, too. Right. Um, what is your favorite thing about your job overall? Like, what is doing hair? Uh, my favorite thing about my job is that I don't feel like I have a job. I really look forward when I look at my schedule to the clients that I have and then just jumping into like their life. How do they feel? What's going on? You know, and then making them beautiful, making them talk, making them feel good. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people are walking around with like some hard shit on their shoulders and, you know, they somebody will think they're just nasty or in a bad mood. No, they have issues. So it's like a judgment free. I don't judge anybody when they sit in my chair. You just don't know what people are going through. Right. And that's very important. That's what I like about my job is that I get a chance every day. A per- I feel like I have a purpose to change somebody's view on themselves, to make them happier, to make them look in the mirror and be like, I feel good. Oh, my God. She showed me that lipstick. That looks good on me. You just need a little help. Right. And how does it feel to like see a woman come in and just like, you know, they don't feel so great. And then when they leave, it's like a different person oh, and it's because of you. You will see that on my Instagram. I mean, I've had women come in and it's funny because in the Bronx, when you Google top salon in the Bronx, it shows our salon. So we get people from all all over. It's crazy. Right. And um, I recently had this client, Sandra, who had long hair, horrible, five different colors in it, plus gray. It's horrible hair. I did a whole transformation. And then we caught her at the desk, looking at herself in the mirror, talking to herself. And she goes, I look beautiful. And I videoed her. And she's like, are you going to post it? I'm like, I absolutely am. She's like, I can't believe what you did to my hair. I never thought my hair can look like this. It looks like in the magazines. And Sandra, she it was great with her. I mean, that must be, that yeah, must be the so fe- rewarding. The feeling is amazing. And, and the other feeling is, after I do my whole day in the salon, my clients, like I said, all have my phone number. I'll get texted today. It was so wonderful seeing you. I needed to let that off my chest. You're not just my hairdresser. You're my therapist. <laughs> I can see that because I, I feel like you're my, my therapist Right? Now. And then, like, you know, I it's just, I, I like oneness. I like unity. I, I like people to feel comfort and open. And I love the the atmosphere there. I feel like if you put a, a hidden camera in that salon, oh, you'd have yeah, a reality TV big show. Time. <laughs> Any of the salons. Are, I always say, like, the heart of the community, yeah. I'm telling you, are the restaurants, yeah. the salons. And I tell you, if people were loyal 
like there's two things that people are extremely loyal to in the Bronx their bodega and their barber or their hairstylist absolutely <laughs> so true yeah you know so I mean, true there are people that will they refuse like once they have that person they, they will move they are only getting their bacon right. egg and cheese from their bodega that's right that is it so you know it's this is like the heart and the soul yes. of the community so um, where can we find Yvette remind you us you can find me at Le Chic Salon it's 587 West 235th Street and you can also email me. It's my name, Yvette1230 at yahoo.com, or my Instagram, which is Yvette underscore style underscore hair underscore. And you can message me there and we can have a consultation. You can FaceTime, whatever you want to do, you'll find me and I will help you. All right. Anything else you want to share? It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> thank you. I'm proud of all the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you that's, so much. That's so amazing. Thank you. And being that I know you since you were a little girl, I'm, I'm super impressed, and my I, love. And I can't do it with bad hair, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. And this has been another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. Thank you to KRBC for allowing us to use your community space at 505 West 236. Until next time. Well, friends, that wraps up another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, email me today at laurafourbronx at gmail.com. Join us next time.